0: Blog Talk Radio. I'll be the last one.
1: Can't complain today
2: Good, good well, today, Today's going to be a pretty tricky day So usually the um, radio show is done weekly during the season And so we took an off week And we're going to go probably every two weeks during this off season Just to kind of keep everybody informed of what's going on We're going to have some different players um, come on and host the show So I'm on today with Strickland and I'm hoping that Tessa Sharman can call in. She actually said she's going to be on an airplane. She might be on um, a layover, so she might be able to call in with us. And then um, Coach Mike is actually downstairs finishing up a board meeting, and so hopefully he'll be able to come on with us as well. But in the meantime, we're just going to keep going and uh, chit-chat about last week and the coming week. Um, real quick. We had our end of season party um and uh it was really good. actually Strickland showed up you were in a dress I could barely I barely recognized you um it was it was awesome to see you kind of not in your sweatpants and and your jersey and
1: <laughs> I like to surprise people when I can
2: <laughs> So um so real quick what could, so for those of you that don't know Chicklin is the one that had, like, the club arm. Toward, you know, we started calling her club because she, we had to duct tape and wrap up her arm because her hand was actually broken, and she still even, like, made an interception. I mean, it was just amazing. But tell us, from a medical standpoint, how you've been doing the last two weeks and what the prognosis is going forward.
1: So originally I had broke a small bone in my hand called a trapezium and I also dislocated my thumb which ended up doing some ligament damage. Um, like you said I clubbed it up, finished season out. Um I just started physical therapy a week and a half ago. I'm only a few sessions in. Um, they're gonna wait until the thirteenth of July and do a reevaluation and do another MRI to see if I end up needing surgery to collect, correct the ligaments if the physical therapy doesn't do it on its own. Gotcha,
2: gotcha. So have you been doing any other, like, lower body workouts or anything like that, or you just been kind of taking time off right now?
1: Well, because of the All-American Game, I've been trying to do my best to stay in shape and using the exercise bike and the pool and other small impact things to try and do my best to stay in shape. Right.
2: So, what's your plan for the All-American game? Are you going to tape it up again if needed?
1: If needed. Um, if if they if I if I make good enough progress to then and I can just tape it up and stick a a regular glove on it, that's my goal. If not, I okay. will happily I will happily go back to the club and and be in called stumpy again. <laughs> Yeah, at,
2: at times we were thinking about like bedazzling it and making it kind of sparkly, and um, so it kind of it kind of um, grew on us. But and and you like I said, and you made an interception with it. So if you can do it with one hand, imagine what you'll be able to do with two. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that was pretty funny. So real quick, so um, we had several football games this past weekend. Um that kinda of went a little crazy. Um my understanding and I'm I'm trying to pull these from memory, my husband listens and watches them all and knows them by heart, but my understanding is Boston beat Pittsburgh um by a good amount. Um oh, yeah. and, and Atlanta was beat by DC really bad. Um it would have been kinda cool them. to have go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say they. I mean, they they didn't even score on them.
2: Yeah, the um, it would have been cool to have the championship at Atlanta with Atlanta in it. That would have been kind of complicated. But um, yeah, no, it was. I think I want to say in the forty-seven to zero range ish um, for that game. Yeah. So um, a lot of the big powerhouse teams are coming out. Um, to um, really show up for these playoffs. Uh, I'm curious. Yep. I'm not sure. The, I'm trying to find it on the WFA site right now. Um, for the team stats, here we go. Team stats and Division Three. I'm, I want to start out with Division Three because my understanding is the Arkansas Wildcats kicked butt against the Austin Outlaws um, pretty, pretty severely. I think that was a almost a, a no-point game as well, if I remember correctly. Um, so shout-out to the um, Arkansas Wildcats. Now, they were Division Three champions last year, so I know they probably won't like me saying this, but – I think if you win the Division Three championship two years in a row, then you, there's there's got to be some sort of rule that they have to move up a division or something um, if they if you're gonna be able to win it two two years in a row. But that's just me, just kind of putting that out there. Um, not that I have any say in it. Um, so Strickland, so obviously you're going to the championship weekend. Yes. Um, and so you're going to be in the All-American game, which is by the calendar, it's right before the championship game. So is your goal to do the All-American game, hurry up, take a shower, and then watch the championship game?
1: I honestly am not even sure if I care enough to shower. It's It'll be football. <laughs> football, football is football, and everybody knows. So.
2: That's great. Yeah. That's one of
1: them. I try, enjoy the game. I guess it
2: depends on how much time they give you, right? Um, exactly. So okay. So yeah. So we have another uh, third round of the playoffs is July 14th. I I really like that the WFA did this this year. It gives the two week buy again between the week two playoff and the week three playoff. Um, and so that'll be really nice. I'm still curious if anybody's listening to the show about the championship weekend. We're my husband and I are going to the championship weekend. I would love to see how much it is to rent a, um, what do they call it? a suite. Um, because if we have, you know, 20 or more people going, it might be more bang for its buck to go ahead and get a suite. But I haven't gotten a total exact number on it to know whether it's going to be worth it. So as soon as I know that, what I was going to do is put, you know, a notice out there and say, hey, how many of you guys are coming how many of you want to get into the booth with us? That kind of thing. Um, yeah. So I'll do that as I know more information. Um, so, so I understand, Strickland. So did you go uh, bowling the other night with the girls?
1: I did. It was a lot of fun. You did.
2: Okay, so, um, so we try to do kind of off-season thing. It just so happened that Goldie, um, Devon Goldsmith, had her birthday last week. We couldn't make it because we had come the week before because of the party. So tell us about um, how your fellow players um, bowl. Are they good bowlers, or how did how bad was it? <laughs>
1: um, we were all over the place. It's, it started off a little rough, but as the night went on, it, it seemed to slowly get better. We had a couple girls get over the hundreds without cheating or bumpers. So oh. Yeah, over the hundred, huh? Yep. Hey, that's that's pretty good for non-bowlers, in my opinion. That was. A, yeah, the next question was going to be, did you guys use bumpers at all? There, there were actually probably at least five people that used bumpers. I did, I did put them up at the end for myself, but that's because I started bowling between my legs. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um. So we let's not name the people that bowled with bumpers
2: because we don't want to embarrass them. Um, or we can name them, I guess.
1: Well, shoot, Coach Bulldog was the one that that got the scores over the hundreds towards the end of the night. She started oh. kicking butt. Really? She just needed some practice, huh? Oh yeah. And After that, that first round, she was she was good.
2: Okay, so we got to watch out her bowling. Okay. So real quick, so. Um, before we go on to any other details, I wanted to share a couple things. We actually had our end-of-season party. Um, 99% of the girls were able to be there. We only had like two or three girls that weren't able to be at the um, end-of-season party. Um, I thought it went really well. Everybody got. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings, and everybody kind of sat down and relaxed and um, we talked about it. One of the big things that I want to announce, I sent it out to the media. So I sent it out to Burmese, and I sent it out to the Gridiron Partners, the Gridiron Girls, um, and one other, J.C. Hawk Network. Um, so they'll probably be talking about it tomorrow. But our announcement that we named two players um, as paid players officially, Um, For next year, so if they decide to come back and play for the Dallas Elite, they have made it to the paid player status. Um, So that was pretty exciting. Um, Our goal is to kind of get everybody to the paid player status at some point. Um, But it takes time. Um, But they did a really good job. These are girls that um, they worked hard. Um, All the time, they were dedicated, you know, practices, fundraisers. They took care of their uh, player fees. They took care of other responsibilities they had. So we named uh, Desiree Allen, who actually was one of the regular hosts on the show during the season. And then we also named Kristen uh, Fields. I always call her Kim because Kim Fields (laughs) used to be on – the facts of life back when I was growing up by Kristen Fields and Desiree Allen. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. I'm curious to see how that works out for them next year and see um, how much money they can make with that. Uh, I'm excited about it. Um, the other thing I wanted to, your da- BJ says you're dating yourself because I said the fact of life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's kind of pathetic. But anyway, um, you got me there. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to um, kind of put out there um, so throughout this off season so Strickland and Tessa have volunteered to help with hosting the show throughout the off season every other week and then I'm going to get another set of two girls to do it every other week and that way we can kind of um, delegate some duties out and get a variety of discussion going on And that's why I was curious to see Kind of what you were doing in the off season um, And I think it's important for the show That we continue to Kind of share what's going on in the off season um, I don't know if Strickland even knows this Because we just started posting it So if she didn't look at the date She might not have seen the dates. But we um, Everybody knows that The Dallas Elite Um, you know, had a split off last year and we were struggling for players and we kept recruiting like crazy, but we also had like, I want to say 10 or 12 season ending injuries. And of all my time in women's football, I've never seen that many on any team. Usually there's three or four season ending injuries and then three or four, maybe five long-term injuries. Um, that they can still make it back but this year it was rough um, and that probably has something to do with recruiting and getting newer players and, and and getting in the game faster but with that being said we're already started recruiting in fact we've just in the last week we've had about 12 people um, reach out to our website wanting to play so that really i I think that says a lot for the girls that were on the team this year that were out there and people that came and watched the games uh, and saw what was going on on the field. Um, We actually have our first tryout September 1st, and all of our players can come to that tryout and also do a workout. So we'll have the tryout, and then at the end of the tryout we'll continue – With another additional hour of workout, so that the girls can, you know, stay conditioned. That's September 1st, so that'll be after the championship game. But you'll still be able to start getting in shape for next year. Um, We have a lot of other things coming up that we kind of discussed um, at the end of season party. Um, Strickland, have you ever played flag football?
1: Like in school for PE and stuff like that for fun of just messing around. But I've always wanted to, I actually tried to do it when I first got out here, but we couldn't find a, a co-ed team.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, so we're going to actually be hosting um, – so the way, the way it's looking is we are going to host five flag football tournaments. We're going to have four of the tournaments uh, where the teams put in, I think it's $300. We have to have at least 10 teams at each one. And the top two or three are going to get a spot in the championship tournament, the fifth tournament. Um, So, For example, we're going to have these four tournaments, so you can participate in tournament one, and if you're not in the top three, you can always participate in the second one and try to be top three. But the top three teams are going to be invited from all four of those tournaments to be the 12 teams that are in the championship tournament. Um, There's a cash buy-in, but there's also a cash prize at the end. So um, we're excited about it. We're still locking in the the titles of them. We already have a date blocked in. Um, so that's going to be fun. That's also a way for our players, if they want to do flag during the off season to stay conditioned, um, they'll be able to play on teams as well if they want to um, or coach a team. Um, and then some of our players want to be officials, um, which helps them to learn the rules of the, the flag football. So we're really excited about that. Um, I wasn't sure if you had ever played flag bu- football, but I, several of the girls on our team um, actually came from flag football, and so I wasn't sure if you
1: had actually gotten an opportunity to to play it. I, I, I got to do one. The one time I actually played a game was in high school because my high school did a thing called powder puff where they let the juniors play against the seniors, and it was coached and officiated by the boys team. That was the only football that we got to play. Gotcha.
2: So, have you been? So, it sounds like you've been following the um, playoffs a little bit. Yes. Do you have any? Do you have any any guesses for who you think is gonna win the championship this year?
1: Looking at the scores, there were there were only three games that were within ten points of each other. All the rest of them were blowouts. But yeah. The. Like you said, the Divas beating Atlanta, especially that close game that we lost to them. I'm not going to lie, I was a little happy they lost because I'm still a little upset about losing. But uh, (laughs) the the D.C. Divas not letting them score and putting up 56 points was pretty impressive. Um, Like you said, Boston beating Pittsburgh by almost 40 points, also pretty impressive. It would not surprise me if those two teams got pretty close to the end together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a final final result?
1: Um, I'm I'm not exactly sure if they're if they're if they're on opposite sides of the bracket. I see them two getting there, and it seems like over the season and looking at some of the other scores that DC might have a little bit better of a defense than Boston, and I think that if they end up playing each other in the final, that could end up being the difference. I'm trying to see if I can
2: find the brackets in here. Hold on just a second. June 30th. We've got that one. I'm not finding where I could find the brackets for uh, July 14th. If somebody can ding me and tell me where I would find
1: that. (laughs) Oh, I just went... Okay, so to
2: find, oh. find it. I it. it was it was on the championship site for a while and then it was gone. Um it's it's on the
1: regular WFA website. Oh, hold on. It it doesn't look WFA. like they updated the division one scores into the bracket, but you can see it. Okay, where are
2: you at on the WFA?
1: Um under team. This is the, the twenty eighteen national championship page where you can look at where you can look at the All American list and Okay, hold on, just a second. the game preview live score update. Hold on.
2: Sorry guys, I'm trying to uh she's saying that the teams that you just mentioned uh July 14th uh, they're playing um
1: each other. <laughs>
2: each other, yeah. Sorry, I was just I was trying to figure out where I could find the what's going to happen on July 14th, but I'm everything I pull up shows June 30th. So BJ knows where it is. <laughs>
1: I can see. It see looks it. like D.C. is going to have to play Boston in the next round. And then on the other side of the bracket, Kansas City will be taking on the L.A. Warriors.
2: Oh. Yeah, that's right.
1: What do you think between L.A. and Kansas City? I didn't. I don't remember very many of the scores from L.A., but I do remember playing Kansas City. They were a, a tough physical team. So if if they're on their A game, then I can I can see Kansas City coming out on top of that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. But I know Lisa King plays for the L.A. Warriors, so I don't want to make her mad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with you. I think Kansas City is going to beat L.A., but
1: um, it should be interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, I think it'll definitely. I think the next round will be way more competitive than the first. So I
2: have a couple of questions for you because you, BJ, BJ says she goes for L.A. She she's voting for L.A. But but she's in California, so may, maybe that's why she's she votes for California. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was uh, I was wondering there too. Well, and my thing is, I so my concern is is that L.A. They have players from different areas of California. Yes. So I'm not sure about consistency of practice is that's my, true. that That's my That's my question because I know that some people come from different parts of L.A. or different parts of California. So, But that's kind of yeah. like – that's just my analysis of it. But that doesn't mean that they can't work through that and kick butt
1: against Kansas
2: city. Oh, no. So um, the girl, so who has, I had a couple
1: please. questions. Go ahead. Well, the, I was just going to say the girl who told me about you guys, the Dallas elite um, actually found out about y'all because her friend plays for the, the LA warriors. And she said she talks about oh, yeah. it all the time. So when she heard about it, she told me. Yeah.
2: Well, and so the, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about because I had you on here and I wasn't sure if Tessa was going to be able to show up because she's on a airplane flight was um, your impression. So you found out about women's football from a friend um, and came out. What um, I'm curious because one of the things that I try to do in women's football is I'm trying to promote unity in the teams and um, kind of get everybody on the same page, like all teams working similarly, like um, doing things the same. I would, you know, I would be interested to get your opinion as a rookie coming into women's football. What you expected and if it was the same as what you expected. Um I hope and I hope that you are completely
1: honest with me. I will be honest. I I started not knowing what to expect setup-wise, because I've the after playing the flag football game in high school, I got asked to join our boys high school football team, but my parents said no because they didn't want me to get hurt and lose my soccer scholarship. So I got but the coaches offered me to take stats and you know help out at practice and still be around the team. So I I kind of slightly got to experience. a little bit more intricacies of being on a football team, but also in Mm -hmm. high school, there's a whole lot of people, a whole lot of funding, and everything's already set up and organized. Everything was still... Even though we don't have as many teams, and it's not as local, and it's not just a 10-minute drive down the road for every game, it was still incredibly organized. The facilities were still nice. I, I was impressed by the unity that almost every team that we played showed because that was one of the differences with the being around a boys team, you know, it it is very, very segregated, but being around a girls team, it seemed to be more of a, of a group unit effort rather than, you know, just these few people or just this side of the ball or just this position.
2: Mm -hmm. Do you think that that it made a difference um, because you had to play so many different positions that you got to know more people or it wasn't as segregated? Or do you think it was because it was women?
1: I think it was a little of both. I think at the end of the day, when it comes to women's sports, I feel like a lot of us are – we're very team-oriented. I was – when they first were asking me about what position I wanted to play in high school, they were like, would you rather be the star and lose the game or would you rather – would you rather not be the star, but your team won? And I said, I would much rather have the team win than have my name be the big name. And he was like, that's a defensive mentality. And he's like, we put those kind of people on the defense and being Mm out with our team. I didn't really get the vibe from anybody that anybody was out there to be the star, to like attract attention, to try and do all these big things for themselves. It seemed like they were willing to do whatever it took for the team. And, I mean, that's what made everybody playing all those positions work so well the way it did for us, because I feel like everybody was willing to do it for each other. Because we had people moving around positions in the middle of games, in the middle of the season, and everything. so. And I'm sure BJ on the other season. end of the
2: line is going, ha, 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 this is her first season. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, it's, I, I have to agree with you. Um This was really an interesting season for us, um, especially coming on so late in the season um, and becoming a part of women's football again. We had missed it for a long time. Um, But I will tell you that the cohesiveness of the girls that we had on this team, um, the lack of clickiness, Um, so everybody willing to answer questions as well as ask questions. Um, we've been a part of several teams and not to take anything away from those other teams, but I will tell you that the group of girls that we had this year is the best, the best set of girls that work together. Um, I know that you, you know, being your first year, you're, that's what you know. Um, and so you are very, very lucky to come into a group of girls that um, are willing to work together. It, it was really an amazing year. And a lot of people, you know, might think that, oh man, we didn't make it to the playoffs or we didn't make it to the championship like we were trying to. But um, our team had a lot of adversity, a ton of adversity. Um, coming from all different directions, and I feel like the I feel like the veterans stepped up. I feel like the rookies stepped up because there were some girls that you know, like you came in and were like, "Let's you need to do this position. Oh, and you can do that. Oh, and you can do that too. Okay, let's go." Um,
1: <laughs>
2: and and we were just were you know having to put put you out in on the field in a situation where you may have not been as ready for it as we wanted you to be. Um, Coach Mike usually goes through this whole system, and you'll be able to see it this year. Um, of course, if you come back, but I, I, I'm sure you will. I hope you will. Um, but oh, there's a whole system that goes into it where he starts to talk about the basics and coaches everybody up and, and does the, the formal part of it. Um, and you, the rookies this year missed that because we were so short on time. So it was just like, okay, you know what a linebacker is? Go do it. Um, it (laughs) Some of it, I mean, obviously there was a little more than that, but sometimes it seems like, you know, you you saw saw us run that play once. Okay, go. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what happens this next season. Um, And the girls this year, it was crazy how – there have been years and there have been teams that it's, oh, my gosh, you parked too close to my car. I'm going to beat you up, um, you know, just crazy stuff. So you were very, very lucky this year to, to um, have a team of girls that was willing to work together, um, and you're right. Nobody was really waiting, you know, nobody was wanting to be the star or saying I'm going to be the star um, so that was really nice that everybody was willing to work together. so, how do you feel so from the positions that you played this year, like what were your favorite what were what What were your favorite two or three things that
1: you did um i I think because i h breaking my hand kind of kept me from playing offense the whole second half of the season. I probably did enjoy defense more um mm-hmm. it is. I know you get to be the hammer or the nail every play, whether on offense or defense, like Jamie likes to say, but on defense you seem to have a better chance of being the hammer if you're doing your job right. So I I very much enjoyed playing that that strong safety kind of hybrid outside linebacker position because it gave me a chance to play the run and get up and hit people, but it also gave me a chance to drop back in coverage and kind of read the field and be that, that – option back there on the field because honestly probably my favorite player of the year even though I did get that interception towards the end of the game was that that touchdown saving tackle against Darlington when I had to run all the way across the field and then I just laid that girl out with my club like that felt so good I was so pumped and everybody else on the team got really pumped and it was just a hype moment and I absolutely loved it so I think that's I'm. Awesome. I might have a little bit more fun on the defensive end, but I still I enjoy offense. I I enjoy running crisp routes because that's the easiest way to to throw your defender off. And at the same time, yeah. kicking. I've been I bought kicking tees so I could get some practice in this off season, so I can really make our kicking game more consistency because that'll help us in the long run. Well,
2: and you did some crazy long kicks. I mean, I don't know. Do you know what your longest is? Um, I mean, did you check? Did you check
1: that? I didn't I'm even sure check. I mean, know, I
2: know. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I know. I
1: got two of them. I got two of them to go in the end zone. So one of them was a touchback. The other one should have been a safety, but we didn't quite get there. But
2: right. And like, that's my goal: is
1: going to be able to kick them to the to the end zone and get a touchback every time.
2: That is crazy. That would be nice that (laughs) and coach Mike would just be freaking out about that I'm sure that's funny (laughs) so so my goal yeah so this year hopefully I'm curious you know we don't get to find out our new schedule we're I'm already waiting for our new schedule and they haven't even done the championship yet so um that's that's how far ahead I try to schedule things but um I'm super excited to um head to the championship weekend and see what's in store. Um, did you – I just had a question for you because it came up on my screen. I know you're playing in the All-Star Game. Are you doing any of that um, That challenge, the best of the best challenge at all? Did you look at that
1: or no? I, I, I did look at it, and there was a little button a few weeks ago that said register. I did register. Um, it didn't ask which – which, like, specific ones I wanted to register for. But if I had to choose, right. I probably would – I would want to kick. I trust my leg like that. And then probably all-around athlete because I haven't refined my skills enough in one position yet to to really be right. out there. Yeah.
2: Well, and I'll tell you, so um, – I and I talked to – um, the woman in charge over there at Atlanta, and that that was her that was her system was to get people to register for certain thing, like for register for hotel, and then that hotel would call them. So she, my understanding was that she was supposed to like for the suite, she was supposed to get people to register if they were interested in the suite, and then she was going to send information just to those people. Um, so I think it's going to be the same for the best of the best, but I would assume that they would want to be um, setting that up here in the next couple of days. So if you haven't heard anything back, um, probably in the next two or three days, I would reach out and see what you need to do. If you want to do that. Um, we had something similar when we hosted the championship in Dallas, Texas, uh, where we had kind of a alignment challenge and jumping and bench pressing and running and stuff. It was super fun. Um, but it also promoted more people getting there. If anybody is even thinking about going to the championship weekend, you got to go. Even if you're not go, participating. Go, go. Yeah, go go go. Um and yeah, yeah, I I'm not getting anything for, you know, I'm not getting any bonus for sending you guys there, but um I'm sure BJ's going to be there. She hadn't sent me a a notice here whether she's going to be there, but I'm sure she's going to be there. Um It's crazy. It's really a motivational time because you go and you see 3,000 other women, 2,000 other women that are doing the same thing you're doing, that are all hoping that women's football is successful. So um, you get to meet people from different teams. And finally, after we talked about it, I scrolled down far enough to find the WFA playoff bracket. Um, So, okay, so we're – so this – week, real quick, just to kind of, so, okay, well, it's not this week. It's 12 days away. Um, Well, I have no idea what this means.
1: It says the
2: Arkansas Wildcats play the Arkansas Wildcats. That can't be true. Um, They should have played, they should be playing the Rocky Mountain ThunderCats because the Rocky Mountain ThunderCats. One thirteen to twelve, so um, that's a pretty. Either way, that's a pretty big trek from Rocky Mountain Thundercats to Arkansas or vice versa. Uh, I'm guessing they go to Arkansas, and then the next one is the Richmond Black Widows. I'm guessing that's Richmond, Virginia, and Orlando Anarchy. That's not too too far. So that one. Let's see here. Richmond beat Toledo by six points, and uh, but Orlando beat Mississippi by forty points. So that should be an interesting game in, in Division Three. Division Two, Minnesota Vikings or Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Vixen. Um, they're always in the top. They're going to be playing the Mile High uh, Mile High Blaze. So that's a trek from Denver up to Minnesota. Uh, oh yeah. One. And then the other one is uh L- uh the New York Sharks versus the Tampa Bay Inferno. That's another trek, big big. Oh,
1: but that looks like
2: I'll tell you this uh these these two division two games, I'm hoping they live stream these because um Tampa Bay beat the the Jacksonville Dixie Blues 48 to 7. And the New York Sharks beat Columbus 55 to 36. So this uh, New York game should be awesome. Oh yeah, really? You know, both high scoring. And then Division One, we got. We already talked about it. Kansas uh, City Titans versus the New York or the Los Angeles Warriors, and they're ranked fourth and fifth. So I hope they live stream this. Somebody find out how to live stream it. Um, that'd be awesome. And DC Divas, um, they're, always, they're always up in the playoffs and, uh, versus the Boston Renegade. And, again, both of those teams last week, uh, DC Divas scored 56-0, and Boston Renegade were 63-26. to So um, those two are high scoring. Those are really close first and third ranked. Um, So it's going to be, I'm hoping that some of these teams can get live stream. Now I've been given a booklet. It's not a book. It's a booklet. About 20 pages of how to live stream. It was given to me by a person, but I haven't been authorized to like give it out to people. Um, But I'm hoping that by next year, um, teams will be able to a lot of teams will be able to live stream uh, this year we it was very frustrating for me because we got people to live stream and then they didn't show up and then we picked somebody else to live stream and they didn't show up so then we were two games into it and we were like what do we do for these last two games So we found a third person and that person didn't show up so by that time I was said I'm over it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna figure out all this technology for one game so We'll be, we'll be live streaming next year for sure. And um, if you know me at all, I, I, I don't like people that don't show up. <laughs> I don't like people that give me excuses. So um, if I have to buy the equipment, then we will have our own equipment for live streaming um, because it's going to happen. So um, because I think it's really important for women's football to move to that, that next level. So if we can't get the uh, television to uh, take notice, then we'll do the live streaming ourselves, and um, hopefully a yep. bunch of teams will do it. Um, so, do you have any plans for um, vacation in the off season? Get before we get back to to work on physical stuff, or
1: um, I do. Luckily, um. I know all of us that play football as women because our league isn't, like you said, we're not, we're not paid yet, even though that's our goal. We have, we have day jobs, and my day job happens to be with American Airlines. So um, oh, yeah. I yeah. can actually yeah. pretty much go wherever I want. Um, I have, we have two, two separate trips. We haven't figured out where we're going to go, but um, we earned a bonus that gives us, because my boyfriend works there as well, so he has a trip and I have a trip. So we have to figure out where we're going to go with those trips, but we are oh, definitely wow. going to take them before the football starts. That way I can come back and be in go mode.
2: That's right. That's right, yeah. the um And we, what I do, and just this, this is kind of just another tip for women's football in general, is um, we're already working on our schedule for off-season stuff, so that we can get it to our players so that they can make their arrangements around it so they're able to know what's coming up before it's coming, because it's really difficult to do these things, you know, especially when you're trying to keep things going in the off season um, to make sure that the players know what's going on, uh, because that's when we all try to do our vacations. Because once it hits January, January, all the way through July pretty much is it's going full force. So I'm excited for this next season. I, I'm curious what, what's going to be happening with the Dallas elite for the 2019 season, um, just because this will be my first full season back. Um, our girls talked a lot about it. Um, my goal or our goal is to have 60 players. Um, and I'll just keep having tryouts until I have 60 players. Um, And we talked about it, we kind of explained to the players, a lot of the players love, you know, being able to have three and four and five positions. um, But then they also like to be able to have a water break. So there's a balance between, you know, some teams are like, no, we don't want any more players. We want to stick at 18 players. But they don't realize that um, you have to have that, Second layer or even third layer of players. Even if you have a, a first string set of players, that you have to have that second and third string for rest. Um, and a lot of teams um, try and just teach up the first string, and then the second, tr- second, and third string kind of go in when needed. But it's important in women's football that the second and third string know exactly what to do when. Their first string goes out because injuries do happen, and um, those people need a break. Poor uh, for and all, I don't. She played like eight positions um, on the field, and there were some times where we just needed to get her off to, to get some water. Um, and uh, we're, we appreciate that the team was willing to do so much right? I mean, everybody, anytime everybody was asked to do something, they did it. Nobody was really like, no, I'm not doing it. Um, so that was amazing. But, um, at the same time, you have to have that second and third string set of people, um, to have that relief and to know that when that second and third string go in, they know their job so that they don't, um, cause injuries to other people to their left and right. Um,
1: they, they, Definitely. they can take better responsibility. So responsibility. Um, I think so it, so it also think helps, help everybody.
0: It helps everybody
1: get better. If mm-hmm. there's a first, a second, and a third string, it helps everybody get better because the first string pushes themselves to stay in front, the second string pushes themselves to try and get to the front, and you end up challenging each other, and it makes everybody better in the long run.
0: Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with that,
2: and, and I, I like the fact that Nobody really knows, you know, everybody's competing. Um, but it's interesting to see how the players uh, react or interact with each other when they know that they're competing for a position. If you know, oh, that's the person that's going to be the linebacker and, oh, that's going to be, you know, your corner and we're never going to see each other, then um, we really don't have any reason to kind of interact and and connect um, but if you know that she's you know she might be over here checking out your position then you might get to know her a little bit better and see see what her skills are so it's interesting to see it's interesting to see how women interact in, in football um, and I'm curious to see what happens when we have a team of 60 as opposed to 25 30ish oh I think coach Mike's coming up uh oh maybe uh, um, real quick, we are we're at about uh, 45, 47 minutes into the show. I got Strickland on the line. Hey, and, uh, so just so you guys know, we had we had a board meeting because we we're on a board for a, a swimming organization here in Arkansas. So he finished up with the board meeting while I ran and left and came to start the show. So I've been talking to Strickland. We're talking about um, championship. We're talking about next year. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Coach Mike's uh, – um,
0: You have me look at the bracket.
2: Yeah, I know. Mean, it took me a while to find it, um, but I'm going to have Coach Mike. So right now for the WFA Playoff Bracket Division Three, and I think this is a mess up right here, but Arkansas Wildcats, And we used to own that team, so you can't you can't give them preference. Oh,
0: I'm giving. I'm not giving them. I'm not giving them preference, but I'll tell you this: I think the Wildcats are gonna take care of business against Rocky Mountain. So
2: Rocky Mountain Thundercats would be coming to Little Rock. Yes. um,
0: Which is a trek. That is a long trek. That's probably what 21 hours, 22 hours. a drive. Yeah. Hopefully they're flying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or they'll have the legs like we did in Atlanta, huh, Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> After that drive, I told myself I oh, would not doing that again. Yeah. yeah
0: no if kidding. they
2: were friends with Strickland,
0: they'd probably have some airline points. Oh, there you go. There you
2: go. <laughs> um, okay, so what's your pick? Uh, Richmond Black Widows versus the Orlando Anarchy.
0: I don't know those teams really well, but I know that uh, Orlando Anarchy's had some pretty good competition down their way. Um, I think they might have a shot there. Against Richmond. Well, and
2: the Anarchy's been around for a long time. They have been yeah, been around for a long
0: time. Okay, you ready? No. Okay. Going up to bracket number two, there. Bracket
2: number two. Hold on just a second. I'm just curious to see if he says the same things that we said. Okay, so division <laughs> two is Minnesota Vixen, and I keep calling them the Vikings. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and Mile High Blaze, and that's another trek.
0: Yeah, that's
2: Minnesota. Minnesota, that's expensive to go up there. Yeah, um,
0: I, think, uh, I think Minnesota is going to be really hard to stop on that one. And
2: why do you think
0: that? Um, I think Minnesota's got a lot of experience. They've played some good, tough competition. I think Mile High uh, hasn't had the same level of competition yet. Um, from what I understand, they have a good number of players and and they're a good uh, ball team, well coached, um, but uh, I just think Minnesota is going to bring the experience to the table and, and take care of business on that game. This might be this might be Minnesota's year on Division Two, I think. Oh, really? I think they can take it all the way.
2: Okay, so New York versus Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah.
2: And look at these scores.
0: I know it. I know it. Um, hey. You know, New York played against an old, uh, an old friend of ours, the Columbus Comets, in their last round. Uh, you know, Columbus has been around a long time. New York's been a lo- around a long time. Uh, Bay Inferno beat the Jacksonville Dixie Blues pretty handily, which are, uh, you know, in yeah. the past have been a real solid team. I think they've fallen off the last few years. Um, I think that's probably going to be one of your tougher ball games to call. Yeah, that's um, but I think New York will probably bring the experience to the table and, and take that one down.
2: Do so you think it's going to be Minnesota versus New York? Yes. So who's gonna? And you think Minnesota? I think Minnesota win. Boy, I got to put. I, am I allowed to put money on that? Yeah,
0: know. we can. Yeah, you know, <laughs> whatever. We're not. in anymore, right?
2: Uh, right. We don't know. Yeah. There's Again. no conflict of interest. Um, okay, so Division One.
0: Division one.
2: Kansas City goes to L.A. No, no. Or L.A. goes to Kansas City. L.A.
0: goes to Kansas City, I believe, on that one. Because I believe Kansas City's Massey rating uh, jumped um, due to the strength of schedule. And so L.A. ends up going to KC, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I think that's going to be a tough trip on L.A. Um, but I think uh, – I think it's going to be a heck of a ball game right there on the Division One side. I think KC takes the home field advantage and has a possibility to win in that one. Um,
2: DC Divas versus the Boston Renegade, which the Boston Renegade used to be the Boston.
0: There's a game that I'd like to okay, see. Okay. There's a game I'd like to see. But, yeah, the Boston Renegade used to be the Boston Militia. Okay. Um,
2: so, who's going to win that one? DC?
0: Wow. <laughs> I can't. First off, I want to say I can't believe um, Boston beat Pittsburgh sixty-three to twenty-six after Pittsburgh, you know, had pretty well run the table in the in the regular season. They had done a real good job against everybody. Um, But uh, I think that DC can take down Boston.
2: Hmm. Well, then DC versus Kansas City. You're
0: going to pick DC. Yeah, I'm going to take DC over Kansas City. Okay. So where did you guys end up on this, Strickland? What did you say?
1: That's actually almost exactly to a T what I what we me and Lynn pretty much agreed on when we talked about it earlier. (laughs) Just for the sake of just
2: for the sake of it, you're taking DC to win. So I'll bet I'll bet Coach Mike a dollar Kansas City Titans beat DC.
0: Hmm. Okay, Uh I'll take that bet.
2: And Strickland's gonna be there because she is gonna play an all-American yeah. game, even with her
1: hand. So hopefully, it's you're gonna okay. bring
0: you're gonna bring the club. You need me to tape you up for that club, or what?
1: If if I, if if my hand's not better by then, I will I will definitely come to you for the club.
0: I got you. I got you. <laughs> we gotta <to>
1: bedazzle it. <laughs> I'm, I don't think they'll I allow have, the
0: bedazzling I to, in
1: the- I don't know. Maybe, maybe if I do it red to match the team colors, they might let me. Yeah, like sequins. Well, if you,
0: if you use it, if you use sparkly tape, maybe you could yeah. probably get away yeah. with it. And that's, yeah, that's the goal. <laughs>
2: well, I wanted to say um, real quick, Strickland, I appreciate you coming on, and um, I know you're going to be working with um, Tessa um, as a team to go like every couple weeks, and then we got two other girls that are going to come on every other week so that it rotates, um, and then we might bring on a couple other girls. We're trying to give some of our players an opportunity to um, run the radio show today. I knew it was just me and Strickland coming on at the beginning, so I wanted to kind of give her an idea of kind of what we talk about and how we go. So then next time with Tessa and Strickland come on, they'll be able to just talk about what's going on. Um, We talked a little bit about um, our flag tournament. we have coming up so um, if you're interested in participating in the flag tournament the first four um, our best best three teams get to go on to the fifth um, tournament like a championship tournament so uh, that's going to give some girls a great uh, opportunity to keep conditioned throughout the season or throughout the off season so that when we uh, hit the ground running in uh, January, coach Mike will be pretty happy with everybody. Um, I I didn't talk about the other secrets yet. So we'll talk about those next week. But um,
0: One thing uh, as you go forward on your show there, Strick, I highly suggest you give a shout out to uh, coach Bulldog and I will, we'll probably jump on there and talk football with you guys a little bit. We'd love to do that. You'll never find two people to love football more than the two of us. It's know.
2: embarrassing. I don't know that I would have them on as uh, as a guest. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, yeah. As long as they don't talk schemes and stuff, they can pretty much talk anything. Okay. 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 <laughs> that, we um, can't give away the yeah. crazy. Things. Right. No. Yeah. I I can't wait because they I've already. I told them how they need to do it, so hopefully they stick they don't get in trouble. <laughs> they stick to my rules. <laughs> You're laughing. Um, anyway, um, we are really we really appreciate B J letting us come on and have the show. Um, oh, she's messaging us. Hold on, I can't see it. Do you know long.
0: anybody else that's going to Atlanta there straight? Um
1: I know Gore is coming for sure because she messaged me about possibly staying with me. So we made sure okay. to get a reservation so she could come stay with us. Um, we're Both me and her in the process of trying to convince Ebony to come out and at least come watch and check out the weekend. Um, other than that, I'm not 100% sure. I know a few people didn't order their jerseys in times, so they were like, we're not going to come, but I'm trying to convince <laughs> as many people to come as possible
0: yeah
2: mine yeah, it's a great weekend like I said it's a great weekend even if you're not participating in it. Um, it's crazy to see two or three thousand women that do this stuff. I mean it's just it's amazing. all different types of women um, We met some really cool people from all over the, the US yep. um, that we've kept in touch with but um, any, anything else BJ you want to talk about? BJ, we really appreciate it. BJ's been doing this for like a hundred years. Talk about dating yourself. But, uh, BJ... What, what were
0: you talking about there, BJ, when you said dating yourself? Which one was I that? Made
2: a comment of, I made a comment about Kristen Fields, but I always call her Kim Fields. Oh. Um, and that Kristen Fields right, and gotcha. Desiree Allen had been named our first two paid players.
1: Okay.
2: Um, so that goes out in the media tomorrow. We wanted to be the first one to talk about it. Um... So BJ, but BJ's been in women's football forever and started the network to be able to allow the different coaches and the different shows to promote women's football. Um, It's obviously taken longer than we thought it would, but that's okay. Um, Women's football is going to be successful. We just all need to get together and, and make it work. Strickland, we appreciate you coming on and talking with us. And um, Strickland and Tessa will be in charge next time. I think it's next time. Are we rotating, you guys? We'll we'll get it all scheduled out, um, and that way they know who's talking when. Um, but you guys will be in control and just be nice. All right. <laughs> okay, Strickland, we'll talk to you later. We'll see you at the that All-American game. So we'll be shout room well. I'll talk to
1: you, you before. Yeah, we'll, be at, we'll talk to you before then. Okay, perfect. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having well, have you. a good night. You too.